G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Something of a focus today on one of those books in the Bible that speaks so loudly about some of the circumstances that we find ourselves in and sometimes in the hardest of places. And I wonder what the book of Ruth might say to us today if we were opening that book and we were beginning to read. Of course, the book of Ruth is all about Ruth the Moabites, who married a Judahite named Marlon. And even after his death, she still regarded herself as a member of his family. So she sticks close to her mother-in-law, whose name is Naomi. Then after negotiating a series of all sorts of cultural connections, she eventually marries another Judahite called Boaz. And she bore him a son who became an ancestor of David. And the lineage goes on then to Jesus himself. One Bible teacher who's about to share all sorts of wonderful things in a conference in Sydney, the Sydney Missionary and Bible College Conference that's coming up on the 30th of April, is Jenny Salt, who's Dean of Students and School of Preaching and Pastoral Care Lecturer at the Sydney Missionary and Bible College. Jenny's joining us to talk about the Book of Ruth. Hi, Jenny. Welcome along. Hello, Neil. Thank you very much for having me. Now, let me just uh, just get this clear for a moment. When you mm. teach on the book of Ruth, and this is something yes. that's an attribute of the Sydney Missionary and Bible College, you're going to take an expository preaching focus on this, so working that's your right. way through the book. Yes, that's right. We at SNBC um, have a commitment to expository preaching, both men and women, and we uh, work very hard to prepare our students Uh, and equip them so that they're able to preach the Word of God in its context, showing how it fits in its context, but also pointing to the Lord Jesus. And so when we have our women's conference, we have an annual women's conference in March or April. And uh, this year we've chosen the Book of Ruth, which is um, a very popular book, actually, for uh, women, although it's not a book for women, and it's not actually a book about women. It's actually, as you mentioned earlier, it's a a book that, that... with Ruth and Boaz and Naomi, but it's actually a book that's mostly about the Lord God, Yahweh, and his love for his people. But an interesting connection there, isn't there? Because it's called the Book of Ruth, and Mm. probably the primary person, the primary character that we'd read about in the Book of Ruth is a young woman who goes through all sorts of hard times. Yes, uh, and I think Ruth... uh, Some people would say that Naomi is more the focus than Ruth, Uh, But because it begins with Naomi and the book then ends with Naomi as well. And Ruth kind of fades away a little bit in in chapter 4. But uh, Ruth is a a beautiful woman in God's Word, a woman who is described in chapter 2, one who has sought refuge under the wings of the Lord, uh, who's found, um, understood his steadfast love. And in the in that darkest and the hardest of circumstances, because she's a woman like her mother-in-law, Naomi, who were in dreadful circumstances being widows where there is no security for widows. 
and heading back to Bethlehem. And Ruth um, commits herself to Naomi, and she says those uh, quite well-known verses, your God will be my God, your people my people. Uh, but she's really leaving all security, um, all any hope that she would marry and have children, uh, to be with um, her mother-in-law. And she says, where you die, I will die. She had no plans of heading back to her homeland, even after Naomi dies. Uh, so it, it, we can miss that in the romance of the book, that Ruth actually, um, in her understanding of who Yahweh is, uh, she committed her, her ways to him by going back with Naomi to a land that wasn't hers, but became hers. When we think about Ruth, the 10 years when she was married uh, to Naomi's son, and living in Moab, uh, she was most likely living in a family where they worshipped Yahweh, even though they're away from um, their land in Bethlehem. And uh, it, it could be that she was breathing in the very air of that worship and uh, at some point decided for herself that she wanted to follow Yahweh and, and forsake her own Moabite gods. So it's a remarkable story. It's a wonderful story. Interestingly, when you take that expository preaching approach, and you're working really mm. through there, uh, verse mm. by verse, passage by passage, yeah. chapter by chapter, and you say it's not mm. a very long book. You can read no. it very easily. But when no, you take not. an overall impression of yeah. what God is saying, because this yeah. is one of the books that we find in our Bible, and mm. uh, it's in the Old Testament canon of Scripture, mm. what does it say to us? What are the big things that you'll be bringing out when you teach on this? book? Well, as I said earlier, despite the fact that it's called Ruth and despite the fact that our focus is often on Naomi and Ruth and Boaz, it's actually all about how God works out his purposes for his people in often very, very dark times. It may be that uh, the book of Ruth was written and written for people who were living in dark times, possibly in the days of the exile, because the book actually finishes with with David, which meant that the book was written um, after King David. So even though it was written uh, historically in the times of the judges, it was uh, that was the historical context of the, of the events in Ruth. It was written for people who were after King David, who may well have been going through dark times. And so it was a reminder for them, and also for those in the original story, and also for all people of all time, that the Lord is the one who does, as Paul writes in Romans, work in all things for the good of those who love him. There, there are these themes of the sovereignty of God as he brings about circumstances, the providence of God as he provides for his people. And there is that, that beautiful love story. Yes, there's a love story between Ruth and Boaz. There's a love story between Ruth and Naomi, how Ruth commits to Naomi. But ultimately, uh, the, the most important love story is one of the love of of God, Yahweh, and for his people. Even in the darkest of times when, as verse 1 says in Ruth, chapter 1, uh, in the days when the judges ruled, when there was no king, in other words, and there was a famine, it didn't mean to say that God was not present and at work. And so when we start with that and we finish with a redeemer who takes us to David and then ultimately to Jesus, we do indeed see and are reminded that this God is the one who does work in all things. And it, and and most wonderfully in the darkest of times. 
Isn't it amazing how God speaks through the story of a life uh, like mm. Naomi and Ruth yes. and, of course, yes. the other character in there, Boaz? Mm. But he speaks in an amazing way when you can start to glean some of these treasures from going yes. through this one story. And a yes. simple story, although not so simple with all the different cultural uh, issues that you've got to understand, uh, that's and that's right. why you need some uh, Bible teacher to perhaps uh, take you through some of those cultural issues. But but what yeah. you glean overall and what God says in all of that mm. is an encouragement. Yes, great encouragement. Um, so the question of where is God in, in the pain and the, and the hardship that uh, that is, comes in a messy world? And we live in a messy world. You just have to read the papers and watch the news and, and even just drill down into any family. There are really hard things. And the question that often echoes in our hearts and our minds and on our lips is where is God? And what this book reminds us, but actually all of Scripture reminds us, that where is God? He's right there. And even though we don't understand why things happen, we can trust him and that he does work in all things for the good of those who love him. And if, you have, if you're having doubts about that when you read Scripture and you read about these destitute women and with no hope and, and, and how their, their lives unfold, um, it's a wonderful reminder for how God does work and doesn't always work in these ways. And sometimes it might feel like, you know, it's never ending. But uh, this book points us forward to the Lord Jesus. And in the Lord Jesus, we have the one who's gone uh, and lived and died and been raised to life and reigns in heaven. And as the Hebrew writer says, that, that knowing the Lord Jesus is like an anchor for our soul. There's great hope. We are talking about the Book of Ruth, and the Book of Ruth is going to feature at a conference of the Sydney Missionary and Bible College. It's on at the end of this month on the 30th of April, and I wish I could say you could go to it, but Jenny tells me they've already sold out. But talking about this today, what a wonderful opportunity. Jenny Salt, who is the Dean of Students and School of Preaching and Pastoral Care Lecturer at the Sydney Missionary and Bible College. Jenny, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation about the book of Ruth in just a few moments. We're back talking about the book of Ruth. Now, we're talking about this book because it's going to be the subject of a women's conference uh, that's being run by the Sydney Missionary and Bible College at the end of the month. Already sold out, but a great opportunity to talk today and to introduce this understanding of the book of Ruth and about the Sydney Missionary and Bible College uh, to listeners on Vision. Jenny Salt, who's the Dean of Students and School of Preaching and Pastoral Care Lecturer at the Sydney Missionary and Bible College is with us. Jenny, when we talk about this book of Ruth, we've been discussing about God being there when it hurts. Mm. Sometimes people, they look at stories in the Bible and they say, that happened thousands of years ago. What does Mm. it mean to me today? Mm. When you go through with an expository way that you do, uh, chapter Mm. by chapter, and mm. is, it, is it the case that people can easily see what it means to them today to talk about mm. the way God works in people's lives? Mm. Well, I think there are some parts of Scripture that are, are more easily understood uh, for us. For example, when you, t- you go to the letters, Paul's letters or Peter's letters in the New Testament, they're written to Christians who who are sitting this side of the cross, the side of the cross that we are as well. So when Paul or Peter or John writes and applies the, the wonderful 
realities of the cross of Christ and what it means to be living for Christ and, and being raised with Christ and so on, how they apply it to the Christians that they're writing to in Colossae or Ephesus or Philippi or wherever, they are living in the same times as us in terms of as Christians who know Jesus and who are longing for his return. So I think there are parts of Scripture that are more easily applicable or more straightforward. But Scripture also says that all Scripture is God-breathed and useful for the men and women, uh, equipping them and correcting them and and encouraging them and challenging them and and teaching them and so on. So we certainly at SNBC want to encourage those students of ours who are preparing for ministry, uh, whatever that might be for them, whatever God has in store for them. Um, we encourage them to, to study Scripture, recognizing that every, every page of Scripture is appropriate and relevant. It, it's just we, we've got to work hard sometimes with understanding historical context, understanding where it fits in the, in the biblical story. I like to think that uh, in a simplistic way that um, there are these threads that run through Scripture from Genesis through to Revelation, um, and there is threads of grace and mercy and, you know, there are themes of shepherd and um, so many things, the sovereignty of God that run through and, and trying to track where those threads run, recognizing that they all run, um, they're all part of one big story, and that is the story of God's salvation and uh, that un- unfolding plan of salvation that finds its culmination at the cross of Christ. So seeing how, how each, you know, book fits into that big story um, is very important, and that's something that we want to encourage our students and when women and, and in our other conferences, our preaching conferences and mission conferences and kids' conferences, we try and model that as well. We've had other um, books of the Bible at our women's conferences. We choose a, a chunk of Scripture every year. And we've done um, a conference on Joshua, the book of Joshua. We've done a conference on the book of Numbers. And uh, that's not such an easy sell. The book of Ruth is... Um, is fairly familiar, and women seem to love that. It's a it's a love story, and women women get drawn to that. There is certainly romance in the story, isn't there, in the book of there, Ruth? There is. I think that we can sometimes focus so much on the romance between Ruth and Boaz that we lose sight of that the bigger picture of the love of God and how He's working at His purposes and in the hardest of places. But when we did the book of Numbers a few years ago, um, that I mean, I found that to be so helpful because. Again, it, it's, it, we're learning about the character of God and we're learning about the reality of sin and we're learning about God's grace in the, in the face of sin and so on. So um, I, I think uh, for me as a woman and as a woman who uh, is teaching women and modeling preaching to women, so women to women, um, I, I love taking the, the trickier parts or the so-called trickier parts of the Bible and showing how these are just as relevant for women and for men, for that matter, as the Book of Ruth, which um, often, you know, as someone who speaks at conferences, women's conferences, they often want me to speak on Ruth, Esther, or, you know, Rahab. And, you know, I mean, I'm happy to to do what people want me to speak on, but I'm just as happy to speak on Numbers or Joshua 
or, you know, the tricky parts of the New Testament as well, because all Scripture is God-breathed. There's a wonderful dimension in the book of Ruth, isn't there? In the fact Mm. that Ruth herself was not an Israelite, Mm. Uh, she was a Moabite, Uh, Mm. but this connection that she had, marrying Mm. into the family and then staying so close with Naomi, and uh, I think you mentioned that Scripture, where you go, I'll go, where you stay, I'll stay. There's this connecting to the God of the Bible. And uh, for people who've come apart from being Christian, apart from knowing the God of the Bible, it it illustrates how we can actually connect. Exactly, exactly. And it's wonderful. Um, This is not always, it's not obvious, but when we come and we find that, that Ruth marries Boaz, and when we look at the genealogy at the end of Ruth, the genealogy in Matthew's Gospel, we find that Boaz and his mother is Rahab from Joshua chapters 1 and 2 and and 6, she was a Canaanite prostitute. That's Boaz's mum. Ruth's second mother-in-law was was an ex-Canaanite, ex-prostitute. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That is an amazing connection. And you don't get that easily while you're just reading through the book. That's where you need someone who's been paying attention to all these details. Uh, Jenny, as we talk about uh, how those sorts of things like the sovereignty of God, as Mm. you were saying, that he's at work in our lives, Mm. uh, that his providence is leading things to happen. Sometimes they're good things and sometimes they're hard times in our lives. When we relate that back to the teaching of the Apostle Paul in Romans Mm. chapter 8 verse 28 that Mm. God is working all things together for our good. How do you tie all of that in with an understanding of what's going on in the book of Ruth? Mm. Well well, you do see the hidden, sometimes hidden hand, but the the hand of of God, the sovereign hand in working out the circumstances for Ruth and Naomi and what we're reminded of is that is the character of God, that he has made promises to his people. And even in the darkest of times, in the, in the times when the judges ruled, when there was no king and people did what they wanted, not what God wanted, we still see God working out his purposes. And, and, it's, and that's who God is. So it's not just that he does that then, but that is the very character of God, that he is the one who is faithful, who, who does provide and his ways are not our ways. And sometimes there is no easy answer to why he does what he does. But he is the sovereign one. And therefore, he is the one who is both able and willing and will always do what is right. And so I think the book of Ruth encourages us to keep trusting in the Lord. The book of Ruth reminds us of his character. And the book of Ruth shows us in such a beautiful way this in in terms of the genealogy in terms of of how it finishes the very last word in in the book of Ruth is David now when for those who lived in old testament times David was like the pinnacle but of course we know that David is pointing forward to his greatest son Jesus Christ and so we see this beautiful unfolding and it and it then encourages us to trust to trust in him to live by faith not by sight. You know, the Bible says that over and over again. And we know that we trust in the one who is good and will always do what is right, even when we don't understand. So we live by faith, not by sight, knowing that he will work out all things for our good and his glory. I think that's what you get from the book of Ruth. Well, Jenny, uh, it's a great little 
preview. And while listeners won't be able to book into this year's no. conference because it is already sold out, you never know. Someone will someone will want to make contact and say, "How can I get to next year's women's yeah, conference?" Well, that will be wonderful. And also um, at our website, and if you want to go to our website, you just uh, you put in Sydney Missionary and Bible College, and you'll see our website. Now, um, a little while after the conference, all the talks will be on our website that you can download free of charge. So you can have access to the talks even if you can't get to be with us. Okay, well, it's the Sydney Missionary and Bible College. Simply Google that or SMBC and you'll find the website. And and, uh, that's a great resource to be able to download all of those uh, fabulous uh, teaching sessions for free. Uh, Jenny Salt is the Dean of Students and School of Preaching and Pastoral Care Lecturer at the Sydney Missionary and Bible College. Jenny, great insights today. Thanks so much for sharing about the Book of Ruth with us on 2020. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au. (laughs) 